happened one night of unspeakable terror. The message of Orlando that I have seen today and what the American people have seen is a message of determination to remove hatred and intolerance from our midst, to live our lives freely and without fear, and to stay true to the principles of liberty, justice, and equality that define America at our best. We stand with you to say that the good in this world far outweighs the evil, that our common humanity transcends our differences, and that our most effective response to terror and to hatred is compassion, to unity, and is love. That, of course, was a speech from Loretta Lynch in Orlando. Mike, was that earlier today? I, I actually believe it was like three days ago that she did the speech, but I don't. It didn't really make headlines until today. Now everybody's talking about Attorney General Loretta Lynch uh, saying very lovely things to the people of Orlando, but uh, not really lovely. on point with the strategy of how to combat terrorism. But she wants to kill him with kindness. Yes, that so that's works. That's all over Fox News right now, um, talk radio. Yeah. Someone pulls a newsie on me, I just say, you know what, you got a nice haircut. <laughs> those shoes can we talk about them Where did that usually them? solves all the problems i think um yeah i did read she was visiting there like over the weekend but yeah today it's all of i mean updating within the hour there's like five major news networks saying calls for lynch to resign over claim that love yes. is best response mm -hmm. to terror yeah well, i mean a pretty this bold is, statement this is the administration that we have and love they've They've faced a lot of this criticism, of course, for the past eight years. But this particular woman, the attorney general, um, she's really faced a lot of hits in a very short period of time. Loretta yeah, Lynch. she has. Well, she's saying dumb things. I mean, um, if, if I had a family member or a friend or whatever, a victim, I don't want to hear love is the best response. I want blood. Now, there's another interesting story from all this going on about uh, uh, the captain, the army captain who was shot. And uh, I was I was broached this subject at a bar, actually, earlier today. That's all I'm going to say. Just went for a quick little happy hour. 
Good. And the bartender brought this up to me. And I didn't know. It was totally unbeknownst to me until I got to the bar and we're having this conversation about the Purple Heart and the Army captain. And the debate about his getting the Purple Heart, receiving the Purple Heart, or being shot um, in the club. Well, I said, look, here's the thing. I think the guy deserves a medal. He probably deserves lifetime disability, even if he's not disabled. He should be compensated for his heroic actions. A purple heart, yeah, that's just not somewhere I'd go. Because Wait, so he was awarded the purple heart for being shot in the club? Well, he hasn't been yet. They're talking about that right now, apparently. And again, I haven't read any news on this. This was just a conversation I was brought into. So the argument here being um, that he receives a purple heart because he was shot by enemy forces, but... Enemy forces is just too ambiguous a term right here because this kid, you know, yeah, yeah, of pledged, course, he pledged allegiance to ISIS, but we're on, we're at war with an idea, the war on terror. Now, this kid was American-born. It's not like um, Iraq or Syria. The nation state invaded the U.S., came here, shot up a club, and we had a declaration of war, right. Uh, Passed by Congress, signed by the president, et cetera, et cetera. This was just some twisted kid who had uh, self-proclaimed ties to terrorism and uh, or terrorist. Well, I don't think he was connected because um, I was yeah, reading he, he just was gay and he just legion. So yeah, that's the he, other he found out he had AIDS or he could have HIV and he just went nuts. And the but... stories keep going, and now the wife's missing. But I just don't yeah. think that you can go as far to say that the Purple Heart because you're getting too gray here with that idea. Yeah, I'm not a military man, but isn't the Purple Heart reserved for um, if you're on duty and it's an enemy? Yeah, on duty and it has to be enemy force. So if, let's say you're in the combat zone, but you're shot by friendly forces accidentally and you survive. Well, that doesn't constitute a Purple Heart. So, so he... They're kind of stretching. I mean, he's probably a very was was probably a very uh, you know good man. Nothing against him, but it, it they're right. probably so stretching it a little too thin if, here. If you're in this. favor of it, the argument would be: well, we are at war right now with terror. This kid was a terrorist, so that's the enemy. Uh, if you're um, not so much in favor of it, your position might be: yeah, but this was not in a declared combat zone. Who's to say this kid was? the enemy or just a plain old criminal or whatever right. it's just again it's a gray area so i, I don't know sounds a little and too gray for me yeah well what do you think about it out there listeners please tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle um, tag mike biscardi at m biscardi jr and let us know what you think about this loretta lynch situation we're going to patch through john right now and uh, we can talk more about this it's interesting it seems like a very yeah. gray area my and again, no discredit towards this gentleman would be ineligible for for that based on what the Purple Heart, how you described. It. I don't. I'm, I'm sure he deserves maybe a medal of what's a civilian, you know, something. I don't know, but I don't think it's. Um, I think it should be compensated. I think we could all compensated in some way. I don't think love's the answer either. Uh, I think love's the answer towards victims and the. Help right. and, and I highly doubt that this captain is saying, oh, give me medals, because, you know, right. we're, we're not trained to, to ask for thanks. 
Um, right, you're selfless. Just that's a selfless act right there, and he would probably say, "Hey, I'm no hero because I didn't save them all." But he is. To me, he is. Of course, he should be treated as such. Of course, bringing everybody up to speed, we're uh, talking about the uh, Loretta Lynch's statement in Orlando, and there was a gentleman that was uh, killed, uh, a soldier that may be eligible for whatnot, the Purple Heart. And we are joined by John Hassinger. In... Yeah, what are you guys talking about? I, I didn't understand. Phillies. I... Oh, <laughs> no. they're horrible. <laughs> well, I'm just bringing everybody up to speed. With, um, if you had a cup of tea this morning, the first letter of that word is a T, which also is the first word of Twitter. Twitter! Underscore podcast. Uh, Loretta Lynch, the Attorney General, said the best way to combat uh, terrorism is with love today. So we were just played a clip of that, and then there's a gentleman that was killed in the Orlando shooting who was a captain, I believe, in the Army, and he may be eligible for the Purple Heart. So oh. we're, just, we're debating that. And uh, Why would he be eligible for the Purple Heart? That's what because we're trying to get to. Wounded, they, the argument is he was wounded by enemy forces, and that's... Enemy forces. Yes, that, that is oh. the, gray, uh, the gray area. Oh, because it's not like... In another country, like in well, not necessarily in another country, but not uh, not at it a was time. this a declared enemy? I mean, it's again, it's war on an idea of terror. This kid was a a terrorist, whether he was self proclaimed or not. I mean, I see him as a terrorist. Yeah. But does that make him enemy forces? In but he wasn't on duty, really, right? Wasn't on duty. No, uh, I Is don't. That... Know. Actually, I don't even know if that matters. Uh, I mean, if you're, okay. let's say. Um, let's say, well, when I was over there, if I was off shift and it just happened to be that I was walking around the fob and maybe I was going towards the PX and I took a round in the shoulder maybe because some crazy, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, um, which didn't happen. Actually, the closest thing I I think I came to death was 20 feet from a T-wall that just happened to fall over by accident. Oh, I looked at that and said, wow, I've never seen that before. Good gosh. Yeah. Uh, well, let's say that definitely would constitute a purple heart uh, and faulty engineering by um, U.S. engineers. Remember that scene in um, Wedding Crashers when they go, is it a cash bar? I love where your head is. There's two of them, but I got you covered. Purple hearts. You won't have to buy a drink all night. There was a big controversy. Because people were like, yeah. they were selling the Wedding Crashers website was like selling them as a joke. Do you think Which that you in, can't do? I mean, come on. No, that's so yeah, that's terrible. Do you think in like fifty years, um, kids when they study, you know, history, mm. American history, the war on terror? Obviously, I'm pretty sure the Orlando massacre <laughs> be mentioned. Don't you yeah. think? And, like, and the truth is they'll probably like, still be engaged so. in it because the war on terror is never going to go away since we invented it. Uh, Very true. And uh, it's not. I mean, really, it happened even in the first uh, WTC bombings back in 93. That was when we started to engage right. this idea of destroying oh, yeah. terrorists. And suddenly it was really in the early 90s when the Middle East, the Arabs, uh, we're starting to be seen as bad guys. Starting to act up. It's in the late 70s. The Persians really were considered the belligerents. So maybe <laughs> the, the terrorism goes back even to the days of the Ayatollah. I it's remember uh, 
I want to get to the news in a second, but I wanted to mention, I remember one time in seventh grade in a social studies class, the teacher was trying to create a, a, a conversation about immigration and what people thought. And this was 1990, uh, I don't know. Five. Five. And five. Uh, she goes, all right, let's do a questionnaire and you, everyone fills it out, and then I'm going to tie the results, and we'll talk. And it was, you know, which people do you think you would like to let in the country? More Western Europeans, more South American, uh, Middle East. Uh, what bars would you put on people? What discriminations do you think come with them? What, you know, yada, yada, yada. Who do you want to let in? Who do you not? And she tallied, and everyone's talking and waiting and all this. And she stands up, and she goes, wow, you guys do not want the Middle Eastern people in this country and this is before like 9-11 and everything i mean even then i I remember i was one of the kids that put like no middle east because i watched james cameron's movie um true lies and you're like nope bad nope he's 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 a terrorist every every like bad movie at that time the terrorist was always was always a guy like it's like allah and you're you're trained you're like nope don't want don't want him on the bus. Well, I remember having a similar conversation with Joan Rivers, actually, a good number of years ago. Oh, and, wow. Uh, she used to have her own radio show. I called in one day, and I'm talking to Joan. And um, it, she wasn't a huge fan of Latin American immigrants. And uh, I just, I'll never forget what she said to me. It's not that we're, we're importing from too many countries. It's that we're bringing them in from all the wrong countries. <laughs> Joan. <laughs> She was great. That's, that's she was charm. great. That was her charm. She's funny. She's Tweet us at the underscore podcast. I want to jump into the news. And uh, interesting story about, I, I don't know all the details. I'm going to give Mike the ball, but something happened in New York today that's, I think, worthy of a mention. Happened, uh, it, was, it made yesterday's news. I think it was maybe two days yesterday. ago. So the uh, Port Authority police captured a pickup truck, a very patriotic one. Carrying a whole buttload of ammunition and weapons. This guy apparently, uh, I'll see if I can get further details here. Let's see if we can dig it up. So there's this guy, he comes into the city, gets stopped at the Holland Tunnel for a busted windshield, no less. And when he gets pulled over, uh, lo and behold, he's carrying a whole armory in his in the bed of his pickup truck. He was driving a Dodge Ram. He... Wasn't trying to conceal any of this stuff. The guy had... Um, he just had it laying out there. Had it all out. Probably had like an M14 sniper rifle in there. Mm. The real kicker to this story is, he, in his defense... Uh, well, first, his first defense was the bumper stickers all over his truck. It apparently said... <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Possibly. Um, He's got bumper stickers all over. You wear your ex, I'll wear mine. Saying, uh, you know, Second Amendment, this is America, you know, don't tread on my rights, et cetera, et cetera. But actually, King's his, English. his defense was, uh, this was a guy whose daughter died, I guess, of a heroin overdose. Since oh, no. then, no. since then, he, he's been kind of playing hero to the uh, all the victims out there of, you know, human trafficking, um, prostitutes to pimps and whatever pimps and, and he was going in to save somebody from uh, uh, somebody who took her hostage 
Let's see if I can dig up this story here. I'm reading it right now. It's like a yeah, Boondock right. Saints well, story. Well, yeah, what so do we got? What's expand. the latest? Expand, yeah. Well, just expand. what you said. I mean, I'm reading it as, as kind of as you're saying it, but they found the cache of weapons and um, Port Authority police, yada, yada, cracked windshield. They came in there. Now, they're saying they're an anti-heroin activism force from – one of them is from Pennsylvania. Uh, the real his daughter's is. recent fatal heroin overdose, you mentioned that. Um, this guy's daughter overdoses on heroin and he becomes like a, a superhero. Right. Yeah. And he's nine miles out day. from, he's nine miles out, uh, was the message he sent about, um, from Facebook saying to, to rescue somebody, um, Dude, the, the Wilkesboro. Real authorities so they're take on this the information. Very sketchy. Rescue this girl is what I want to Very queer. You want to know what, Scardy? Well, I'm wondering if, if he actually – so he had a location on this. I'm nine miles out from wherever. So he's in the Holland Tunnel. Maybe he had to get to um, Long Island City. I, I don't know. Well, was the, he going to – The nine to miles out was – it says before – was a Facebook he sent when he was still in Pennsylvania um, oh. or getting close to the oh. area. Hmm. Right. And he, and he comes in looking like you know Johnny Rebel Redneck. Well, Bob, man, man. Yeah. And Yee-haw. he's coming into the city and he's ready to lay down the law. Now, I, I hope that this whole plot was thwarted uh, the legitimate way. And, you know, maybe he, the, yeah. maybe the Port Authority police got in touch with the FBI, the NYPD, I don't know who, and said, hey, we got a situation going on here. This guy's story checks out here. I want you to check out this abandoned building. In um, I don't know Flatbush wherever he was going Canarsie, Bedstuy, um, and, and if they were keeping uh, hostages like it, like he was um, you know Liam Neeson and Taken, uh, hopefully that they were you. able to um, verify this guy's story and thwart this whole situation. What if the that's the hell? case? He, he's a hero, but. It's not his yeah, place. I haven't heard anything what about is this. Jack Bauer? Yeah, that says I, I haven't heard anything Red about Richard? the actual uh, motive for him. Now, I, I don't understand what this guy did, did to get into this situation, how he heard about this, the location. Did he report it to anybody? You know what I'm saying? I mean, how did he yeah. know? Here's a development that just came out. Kimberly Arendt, 29, of Lehigh, Layton, Pennsylvania, I guess it is, told investigators Tuesday morning um, that they were trying to save her girl. And she was contacted. She begged them to save this girl. Oh, I guess Kimberly's one of the girls. She was contacted by a girl and begged them to come rescue her. They're not giving the location. But um, but was there a bust made by the legitimate law enforcement agencies, whoever they may have been, after they realized that this guy had a, a motive to go in there with all those weapons? I don't, I don't, I don't see that yet. Mm. And that's still a crime. It's Rescue. not your place to go take it in your own hands. No, it isn't. But so I, say, I, I think okay, that... well, give us everything you got. Let us handle it. Meanwhile, you're going to stay in this holding cell here downtown. Trio with weapons cachet was on rescue mission. 
dude, they have so many guns and oh, knives. So and, many. And, like, what are they called? Like, you know, when they reload the gun, whatever the hell that thing's called. Magazines? Magazines, yeah. Just, just like, Mag- six of them. Huge ones. And just right. guns. And, 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 of course, you know these guys are from out of state because New York state law, number one, doesn't allow right. magazines oh, yeah. with, with 30 <laughs> rounds. Pennsylvania does. Pennsylvania, I don't know if the guy had an M4 or an M16 or an AK-47. Can't buy him here in New York. Right. Um, did you see this truck? Oh, it's so it's got a bullseye on the side of it. It looks like a matchbox car. Like it looks like a life. truck that wipes bugs out, like some yeah. gimmicky local, like Pete's pest control. Right, right. <laughs> but it's but it's decked out with the bumper stickers to it's cover up all the rust spots. But it's got neon green trim everywhere, uh, red trim on the grill. <laughs> it says Tonka on it at some point. Right. Uh, uh, what does it say? Yeah. Uh, no. There, there's like a word on the side. I can't read it though. Does it say Tack. something patriotic like "Don't tread on me"? It says "ground tactical," something ground tactical. But tweet us. What do you think of this guy? Was he a hero or a hunk? Wait, you let us green know. fire extinguisher. fire extinguisher on the outside. Hero or hump? Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Let us know what you think about the Matchbox Bandits, the Sticky Bandits. <laughs> Hey, Home Alone 2 was on again the other night. Anyone notice Donald Trump's in that movie? Yes. He makes a cameo. He's great. Because he owned that hotel. Yeah. At the time. And he sold it off to, uh, I think, a bunch of Indians who wanted to turn into condominiums. I read that. He's also been in the news today. He's here. He's at home. I think he was talking at his Soho building, wherever that is. And he was, of course, trash-talking Hillary. He did something weird on Twitter today that I didn't really get. Oh. Like, I'm, I'm with you. It was like a picture of himself. Who's that? And it was huh. just like a stoic photo. And it was hashtag I'm with you. He, I was like, what the hell does that even mean? What the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, today, eight hours ago. I'm with right you. Right after the Hillary thing. I'm with you, LG, B, TV, whatever it is. And it's like a LG, R, 3, D, T, D, is this don't the filter know. on a profile picture that I just don't get? Because it's, oh. it's just hey. darkened. Speaking <laughs> of filters, as much as I appreciate and respect the outpouring of support during moments of national and world tragedy, how obnoxious are the filters? It's like it takes I, over, here, yeah. I, I'm just going to push a button that says change it because I stand in solidarity. Two days later, yeah. they change the profile back. Oh, I right thought you back. were. You can't, you can't give it like a week? Yeah. It just, it's like... The, the photo filters on Facebook are the equivalent to the different color bracelets people wear on their yeah. wrist. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the, but really, exactly. you're just changing some colors. You yeah. make a donation, right? You know, that, that's go, not go, really hard to do. Pick, pick up a ladle, John. What's going on? Uh, thanks for the New York update too. That was. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep everybody posted on that, and we'll check in well, on Twitter in a little bit as well. What's going on in South Florida? There's. Nothing but sad news in Florida. Like, more dead bodies being found in the ocean, in the Gulf of Mexico, after, like, oh. a shipwreck. Um, but I wanted to talk about two things. Uh, one that had... Yo, where's the Neverland Ranch? Uh, Los Olivos. Yeah. Santa Barbara. Porn. Oh, California. that's disgusting. That's sick. Oh, they found porn in his house? Yeah. They found the animal fuck? mutilation porn? Yeah. What? Can you believe it? Why is it just surfacing now? I mean, what, 
haven't they swept the whole house? I mean, this is 2009 to 2016. So what's happening out there in L.A.? Well, sort of everything is L.A., I guess, in Southern California. So it's all shit. Ranch. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be buried. They kept that buried as long as they could, and then somehow someone got it. And Are now... you surprised? Wow. I'll tell you what. It's, I'm a big fan like of Michael Jackson's true. music, but you're gonna. I think you're going to hear more stories like this coming out. Um, yes. There was a story I listened to recently on – I think it was Stern actually um, – where he was talking about how he would you know, yeah. hang out with people and have his chauffeur drive around, and they would like hit homeless people with water balloons – and he'd be like, hey, look at, laugh, laugh. And he had a chauffeur dress up <laughs> like a Jackson butler. Would? And here's a guy, wow. Michael Jackson, would have, have had a friend over. And he, like, one of his things was they would go out at like two in the morning and they'd find a homeless guy and they would hit him with water balloons. And I thought, here's a guy. He's, he could be a veteran. He's freezing in the middle of the night. And this fuckface is driving through and, and soaking him with water. I mean, He's he doesn't like get it. He doesn't, he doesn't get it. He he never child. grew up. But right. that mutilation thing, uh, it, they found more child porn, which is no big surprise. But the animal mutilation video, I mean, that's a twisted. That's a, that's serial killer stuff. That yeah, that's that like very dangerous. That's very weird. And, and what came of the Neverland Ranch? It's where again? It's in Los Olivos, uh, California, which is uh, in Santa Barbara County. Oh, okay. So that's actually not really the Los Angeles. It's more like uh, it's it's maybe two hours away. Oh, okay. Big fires like, going on there in California. I'll tell you what. We're getting bombarded with fires. There's a there's two fires burning right now, close by that are half a mile apart. Uh, so those are going to join. That's only ten percent contained. And then fucking Washington. It's too much. There's a there's another one in Santa Barbara that's seventy five hundred acres right now because it's so hot here. We're just getting over a heat wave, and by getting over, I mean we're down to a frosty 95 again, so it's okay. It was 112 the other day. 112. 112? 112. Honestly, I've, I've never been in Los Angeles where it's been that hot. I've always been there in either late spring, or early spring, late spring, or early autumn, and the, the weather's always been pleasant. I, I've actually never been there in the dead of summer. You know what? It gets, it gets really hot here. In the Valley area, from end of August to October, it's like really hot. But for some reason, they, they explain this on the news. It was not the El Nino, but the counterpart. Is it La Nina? <laughs> El Cholo? It was El Cholo. It was La Nina. One of the, the the weather pattern. There's some kind of friction going on. I'm not a smart man, but it was some friction going on with the weather fronts. We're shifting it, and it basically caused this heat wave. But it was so hot, and everyone loves. You notice everyone loves to talk about the heat when it's hot. They're like, "Man, it is hot outside." Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Like, That's why I'm inside. About rain or something. It makes people depressed. They, you're running out of yeah. conversation, or you're looking for an icebreaker, but you look up at the crowds, the clouds, and you say, uh, "Did they say it was going to rain?" I don't think they said a fifty percent chance. <laughs> I just want to get out of this car right yeah. now. Can you stab me so we can talk about it? It's probably been one of the most awkward conversations on a train that I've ever had is talking about the rain. <laughs> so I can see what you're saying. Yeah, the, the the sun comes out. People might be miserable because it's so hot, but they're happy to talk about it. Right. 
because right. they want to mention something. And those conversations are so awkward, too, when you're sitting with a stranger and they're like, how about that you article I, that you read? Uh, you know what? You know I what? look at that as when someone just, just, just randomly, like you're on an elevator and someone just strikes up the weather talk. It's them oh. saying, hey, I'm not a weirdo. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, I'm, I'm a normal person. I'm just going to bullshit with you for this half a minute here. And right. right. We, we, the I want the floor to get quicker there as possible. Yeah. And I had, I had a, two floors to get to, and I'm going to rush this out, so you're going to hear it. <laughs> we both know the answer. We can agree on every statement. <laughs> I had this weird lady in the elevator the other day. There's two floors in my where I work. There's the garage, the first floor, and the second floor. I park in the garage. I take the elevator up, and some old lady gets in. And she, you know, I open the door for her and let her go in. She goes, uh, which floor is first? And I said, oh, that's let me push that for you. It's the one that says one. So I pushed it, and she goes, okay, what floor are you going to? Are you going to one? I said, no, but well, one is the first floor I'll get you there. 17. She goes, well, which one are you going to? I said, well, let's think about this. I'm not going to one. There's only two floors here. I think I'm going so- to two. And she goes, well, how do I get back down? I said, well, what? you got to uh, – what the hell? You gotta hit G. I, I could. I was like watching her at this point to see if she was like kind of nuts. Yeah, I was gonna say, was she nuts or like a hundred? No, she was just. I think she was just old. <sighs> old people. Old people. They're everywhere down. Florida. Here. Heaven's all waiting. I'm doing, room. All I'm doing down here is walking around people. Yeah. Around old people because they're just in my way all the time. Florida is heaven's waiting room, right? Yeah. California is death's door. Yeah. The devil's door. Hey, what's the weather like there up in uh, where you guys are? Oh, dude, it's gross here. The humidity yeah. here is like at 110%. It's basically just raining all the time, but not really raining. Nasty. Usually wet. We've been doing all right. I mean, we're high up there in the 80s here in New York. Um, humidity is probably normal. I wouldn't say that it's reached the apex of its, of its misery with the... You know, the 100 degrees and the 100% humidity, and you get out of the car and you, your back's soaking wet. Uh, We're not yeah. there. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, uh, that's me right now, sitting on my porch. But we will be there. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, of course, when it's in the mid-July and you, you're walking around downtown <sighs> or midtown Manhattan and you've got all that, you know, blaze beaten off of the concrete in the buildings. It, it, Sanity. Yeah, that's that, blindness right there. That's that same the blindness. Right there. blindness. And while everyone begins to tune out, I'm going to rope us all back in to one other story I wanted to talk about. Yes. As we ditch this weather chat. Juice? Um, the kid, no. This The kid from Star Trek. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yelkin. Yeah. The Jeep getting recalled. What yeah, that's a recall right there. I thought about you, Mike, because I know we talked about the cars. Scotty. LA, excuse me. How sad is that? Kid who was Scotty in the new movies is yeah. what happened? What exactly happened? Uh, there was they, a, well, they think the Jeep apparently has been is up for recall right now. The kid was driving, I think, a 2015 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Um, I, the only work I was familiar Chekhov. of his was um, Cherokee uh, Alpha Dog. He was the kid, he gets killed. Yeah, yeah. Um, sick movie, but yeah, great movie. He actually had oh, a alpha bit, I think it curb your enthusiasm. Um, that's all I knew of the kid. 
Yeah, I didn't know who he was. I, I didn't this, watch this the new Star Trek. Yeah, this was probably going to make him up Scotty. I, 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 I didn't know who he was, famous. but I, I, it's a sad story. I didn't watch the new Star Treks because I was when that movie came out. I, I had a girlfriend at the time. I was getting laid. But the um, <laughs> the uh, I've never been a fan. I'm sorry. I, I can't get into it. No, I can't do it. I love William Shatner. I was never a fan. I, I, I'm sorry. I, can't. I was sad when Leonard Nimoy died. Then again, he was an old man. And there's so many of them. There's like the Voyager and the yeah, Deep Space no. Nine and the Enterprise and the. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's getting, getting back on the tragedy before we get too ADD as I'm about to get. So did he just get? He got, he got out of his crushed car. between his mailbox. His car yeah, was they, backed they up. It was the airbag deployment oh. that there was a malfunction in. So I read. I, I'm not sure. I don't have all the facts, but that's more or less the the headline that I read about the well, Jeep. Oh, is that what caused it? I Supposedly. He yeah, he was crushed. He was out of the car. Yeah, but but the but I think when they inspected, well, let's look it up. When he was out of the car. The vehicle. I think they said, "Wow, wait a minute, hold on, is there a malfunction with this airbag?" The kid probably would have died anyway, but um, or would have been seriously injured. Uh, but as a result, they're recalling the jeep. Let's see if I can. Here, here's an article from the L.A. Times. Yelkin, 27, known for playing Chekhov in the rebooted film series, died Sunday after his 2015 Jeep Grand Cherokee pinned him against a mailbox pillar and a security fence at his home in Los Angeles. His Jeep was among the vehicles recalled in April because of compla- complaints from drivers who had trouble telling if they telling if they put the transmission in park after oh, I stopping. See, yeah, that's it. Recalled gear shifter. That's what I'm looking at. Okay. Oh my God. That's a pretty serious. Uh, it actually was recall. According to the New New York Times, yeah, Fiat yeah, really? Chrysler recalled Anton Yochins, 2000. So that probably um, destroyed Fiat Chrysler stock to about zero. I'm glad I don't. Oh have yeah. It. <laughs> that's so, a horrible. That's a horrible way to die. This guy's got the world by yeah, the balls. That's like Final Destination. Yeah. Right. You know, like just a random shit. Yeah. God, That's terrible. Floating around like a feather. And Good such a young man. kid. I'm, I read. Um, Good looking guy. Like I said, tweet from Camilla Bell who said, "Such a tragedy. We went on auditions together when we were growing up. I'm heartbroken by this." So, the Hollywood community of, of um, the 25 to 30 year olds are obviously taking this very personally because they all know him. Big fans. That's yeah. that's his crowd. I only knew him from Alpha Dog. Poor kid got killed. Poor guy. You know who else was a poor guy? O.J. Long career of O.J. Simpson. Hey, I just I just binge watched the Juice uh, yesterday and Monday. Um, oh yeah. I'm yeah, gonna just throw just it out there, man. Better than uh, better than American Crime better. Story. Yeah, I think so. Hands down. Oh yeah. Easily. This series was so incredible. You know what happened to me last best night? Best documentaries I've ever watched. It I was so... Just a caveat with this real quick, because uh, I want to really slam Time Warner Cable, because before the show, I was going to watch the last episode again, because I was in and out of the show, and I, there were probably a couple of little tidbits oh, that I missed. And, yeah, and of course, Network Era couldn't watch it. So, Time but, Warner Cable, you suck. But you know what? It's so funny you just said that. Fuck those guys. I've had so many problems with them, and I, what I was just about to say was... I was watching the third episode of OJ, and I'm probably 75% done. And all of a sudden, it stops, and it goes, AT&T U-verse is removing the selection from on-demand. Not the first two, three, not the whole series, just the third episode. They just took it off. 
That's their oh, MO. Shit. We'll get back into juice, but like oh. we talked about Game of Thrones, they offer you yeah. it on demand, but it's only like the third season. I mean, they're uh, so backwards. Right. I think yeah, they have like a certain face. amount of I don't it's know. It's very chewy. But it's I very chewy. So. I couldn't get enough of it though. And who was the guy? It was the helicopter pilot that discovered the Bronco. He was like a trans guy now. He was like a poor man's Caitlyn Jenner. I had to look at him and go, "That's not Caitlyn Jenner." Half the job. I think the guy literally just took some estrogen shots and put a wig on. He was awful. And he yeah. starts talking about himself. He's like, "Talk about a fall right. from grace." I mean, I had a real fall from grace going from. <laughs> Heroic yeah. pilot Bro, down to trans. jumped out of chopper. I'm a trans man now, kind of like OJ. No, sir, yeah. you're just shameless. But <laughs> that series was amazing, though. I how and so how, much stuff. Those cops they have on there, the detectives, they hate him so much. You can hear the hate in their voices when they're interviewing him, and they go, "These people were morons." I mean, he was oh, guilty, yeah. and they. I love hearing the no holds barred uh, really, interviews. But that's like. By the end of this show, you look at OJ, and of course he went on. They show clips of him going on the Wendy Williams show, and they yeah. they really touched on his life in Florida. And I mean, it was a total one eighty from Brent right. life. So we'll talk about that in a second. But yes. if you yeah. look at the 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 rap of the trial, they really hit on a lot of points, which I totally forgot because you know a lot of this trial. Was done uh, well. Some shit. We were in school through some of it. Oh, um, we were like seventh, eighth grade. And uh, I, I, I didn't Truth. really catch all this at the time. Yeah. But yeah. now right. they they just picked up so much footage that you couldn't even find on YouTube. I know. It's For amazing. example, Barry Sheck. So Barry Sheck and uh, so, this guy so, Fong. He's great. They talk about it on the American Crime Story, but they they really only they had to condense that into, you know, a quick scene like a, like a, your average Hollywood screenplay. Get him in, get him out, next scene. Boom, but bam. this really went into the uh, the detail, every minutiae of his uh, cross-examination of this guy Fong who Oh, Mr. Fong. The, the Where is it? Mr. Fong. <laughs> oh, he, he nailed him on that. I mean, God, they showed pictures of them clearly bungling the evidence. And right then and there, you would say, well, I mean, again, I'm, I was uh, trained as a reserve military policeman, so it's not like I have extensive law enforcement background, but I you know, got a little taste of it. And when I was in MP school, one of the things that they really hit on was – uh, yeah. it, what you have, whatever you have, whatever you charge anybody, it's got to hold up in court. Otherwise, your case could get dismissed. Right. So I'm, I'm watching this thing going, yeah. I can't believe this even got to the not guilty verdict. This case could have been thrown out right there because there was it was just everything right. was contaminated. They could have closed the book. Yeah. John, right. right. blanket being put over <laughs> the bodies with all the hairs, you know, that were yes, precious. the yeah. blankets from the house. Yeah, they, it's amazing. They could they they could have shut the case right there. Uh, and the LAPD was too ashamed to say, no, you know what? I didn't think about that. Oh, you know, no, they all thought no, they were right. Yeah. No, they, they they thought they were right. They thought they were convinced. And they could have thrown it out right there, and it's just amazing how quickly yeah. that went. Oh, did a one eighty from this guy's guilty as hell to you know he probably is, but you're fucking up a lot here. And look what we got over here. And yeah, Marsha uh, Clark, all the interviews, she's clearly 
She's pissed. Airing her frustration. Yeah. Saying, yeah, especially She's venting. Mark. I thought he was a husband. You lost this for me. I thought he was a husband. No, Marsha Clark. Actually, you're kind of a husband. You're kind of a husband. They're interviewing Sheck now, and the guy behind the camera is going, so do you think he was guilty? And Sheck goes, oh, my, my job wasn't to, to think. My, my Could job not was get to, that answer out. He's like, my job was to prove that what they did was 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 messed up. What is yeah, I don't think no, right. job was too well if at, you were in my at, shoes. Well at, if I if we were Gilly. if 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 this duty okay. So let's duty. let's break it down. Yeah he just couldn't get it out there. See it. Was yeah. Amazing. But that's what he was saying. He was like I don't that wasn't my job. My job was to prove that the forensic people messed up, did it wrong. Right. And, and they did and there was that they missing it. blood. They fucked it up. They, you know what? There's a lot of people kicking themselves ago, in the ass. There, and then that little drop that suddenly appeared. Again, could have thrown the case right out there. But right. just the idea of, hey, yeah. maybe they'll plant this just so we don't lose. Just yeah. so we do it. Oh, how about all the notes from OJ? Like oh, a, yeah. a note from OJ's oh, legal pad. He it. knew that someone was going to pick that up and read it. Like it was oh, so yeah. fake. Oh, it was so planted. Oh, he, I, I, he was, that was another thing. The, the agent the that he had filming, filming as if he were a paparazzo. He planted his own paparazzo tape. Yeah. When he was moving out of Brentwood. I, I never knew that before. But so he, he leaked took it. three takes. Oh, and just, Yeah, at the end of the last episode. So I took the first take. And OJ comes out. Come on, guy. This is a private residence. Hey, come on. Huh, right. Please. And then the second one, he doesn't have the words. He just cries. <laughs> who's the baby. guy? Who's the guy that was on his team and he was really young at the time of the trial? He's a black dude. He's skinny. Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, he was so funny. He's like, OJ was giving me direction the whole time. <laughs> so gay. I had spit on my mouth. He said, OJ said, wipe your face. So I, okay. Who's the guy? What's which guy is the, with the raspy voice? That's like we tried to put a gun on, gun on OJ. Oh yeah, who was that? Uh, <sighs> I'll tell you, Ron Ship's testimony was very when he's crying about his it, first, you know, homicide, and oh, when you yes. watch his when you about the nineteen year old girl, then you watch his testimony in court, and he goes, "I still love him," but that's a righteous guy right there. That's a guy that was put in the middle of this thing that was thrust into it, and. It's fucked up, man. Like, what do yeah, you do? He wanted to do the right thing, and and when he got up there, the the lawyers just made him stumble. Um, but yeah, that when he, he's looking that through that, he's looking through that photo album of the of the pictures of Nicole and Ron, like all chopped up, and he didn't like know it was coming. He's like, it changes you. Oh, I know. Yeah, something. the guy was a raspy voice. Sorry. It messed you up. Bell, oh yeah, who was that the guy's name? Right, John, Joe Bell is the guy who went to school with them. Yeah, who said and, that's white justice. Oh yeah, that's, that's white just justice. He, this guy, just refused to believe that OJ could have done it. Yeah, no, he, he and spoke it, very highly. It was the white cop's fault. Everything was a white man's fault to him. Yeah, it was Furman he's smiling as he says it. Yeah, Bell, I think was the guy's name. There's no way Furman planted that evidence, too. I don't care how racist he was. It, there's no reason to risk. There's too much power involved. He wouldn't. Right. He's but smart enough not same, to do that. It, it violated so many um, standard operating procedures, the way they handled that evidence. And these were guys who, even back then, were 
these weren't rookies. You know, no. they, they knew what to do. Uh, and that right there is is grounds for the, the verdict that was met. And that's what Robert, uh, not Shapiro, Kardashian basically said. You know, the guy knew at the end of the day, he knew he was guilty, but the right verdict was met based on the burden of proof and, and the prosecution's failures to deliver the burden of proof because everything that they, they, that they delivered, this guy had the lawyers to basically shoot it down, cancel it out. You know, that you bring forensic evidence. Right. right. And, oh, man, what about the spin on the Hitler's take on it? Oh, the which one? Things. You, I uh, cut off for a second. The, oh, the, let's go with the closing argument for Cochrane and, and the Hitler analogy. And then two oh. things. What? I don't remember that. So yeah, which Johnny, one that? Cochran, Johnny Cochran is delivering Hitler. his speech to the jury. Marsha Clark, of course, comes in like a typical lawyer who's um, kind of green. And she says, well, hello. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It feels like so long since I've been talking to you. And, of course, oh, yeah. let's just look at the evidence. OJ did it. Thank you. Have a nice day. Yeah. And then, of course, Johnny Cochran gets up there. And he's going to – he's getting – show is yeah, it's it's time to deliver the, the the king's speech. Gets up there and he just takes the stage and he's going on and on and on. It's this long winded rambling, but people are listening. You know, Marsha Clark was pretty they're enthralled, concise to the point, the but nobody really listened to her. And she talks about that because she just couldn't engage them. And this guy was just dragging on and on and on, but everybody's they're eating up his words and he's going on about. Furman, and he put Furman on trial. And the the whole gallery story. is gobbling it up. Yes. Yeah, they they're eating it up like swans. Made it all about Furman, and he goes on to compare him to Hitler. Oh, that's, a, oh, that's right. But people, I mean, they were hanging on to every word that he spoke. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all they did. He played them like a fiddle. They a didn't fiddler care. on the roof. They didn't, they didn't even care what the what Ito thought. They didn't care what Marsha Clark and Darden thought. They knew that they could manipulate the anger right. of the jury, and that's all they did. They didn't care. They just and, say, hey, look, there's this cop that was part of it. Kind of, it's like a super racist. And, and juries are stupid that. people. It's not hard to manipulate them. It really isn't. The right. smart well, people don't go to jury duty. They get out of it because they have shit to do. Yeah, It's the idiots that are like, yeah, I'll do a court case. But... The last episode was really dedicated to O.J. in Florida and how he changed. Yes. He went to Florida and he basically became black again. Yes, he had to. About that. Yeah, yeah, he, he, had, had, to, he just, had to get that street cred back. He was yeah. this guy, this black guy who used his white money to get away with murder. I don't now know he, the that. white community didn't want him anymore and, and he, only he had nobody that loved him. He was going to black churches now where they clap hands. Say a humba, cooking they, they, close. They reminded the only way the only way he won that trial is because Cochran and Shapiro reminded everyone, hey, remember guys, he's black. He's yeah. I don't know. I think people forget. And he's this is Los Angeles. And it's a white blonde a woman. Guy. So and, uh, that's uh, kind of everything. Don't fuck yeah. with the LAPD, whatever you do. And there was a poor black nice. guy. In okay. 1991, he was pulled right. over and beaten with batons. He's black, right? Yeah. Don't rile him up. And I like that segment f- too. They talked about that a lot. What? The riots and everything. Oh, the, yeah. the whole thing was amazing. The the setup. The yeah. they they foreshadowed the attitude of 
civilians in America and Los Angeles before that to show the mood of the jury. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was great. It was Dude, the It was great. Love them. Was great. Love them, the LAPD, I Love mean, them. rappers wrote a song, Fuck the Police, because they were so bad. Yeah. Yeah. They're That's such the assholes. Racist. And they just snapped. But what Racist. about the, the let's get to the robbery now. I mean, the amount of stuff Here. that came from that that I didn't even know about what led up the the stuff that led up mm. it was his to friend. the robbery that night yeah it was his friend who was selling signed yeah. shit him when he was in jail he yep. would sign things like best wishes OJ from jail right yeah what a racket for him. right and then I, I want one I guess eventually he didn't sell some stuff and OJ was like it was a really confusing story I need yeah. that I'll sell it like you're not selling it you just like stole it that, that's kind of, and the guy was like, "What are you talking about? Like, I'm just, I just haven't sold it yet." Yeah. And they were like on different pages, <laughs> but they just took every charge. Yeah. To, to the it, maximum. And how about this? Before they go and commit the robbery, they're sitting around, a, I guess OJ's hotel room, and they're watching the telly. And who comes on but his goddaughter, Kim Kardashian? Oh, the world yeah. was introduced to Kim Kardashian right before he committed that robbery because she was getting on TV talking about her new show. So and nobody knew my, who she was. It's my goddaughter. She's got like a TV show. It'll, it'll last three weeks. <laughs> it'll last and three my weeks. daddy got Little do you know. Jay off and he says, man, your daddy was nothing. He was just a friend of mine. He didn't do anything for me. <laughs> I'm buying an O.J. Simpson signed autographed tops card from the bills for 60 bucks on amazon right now i should no I'm not send it to him and have him sign it okay 60 bucks really, it, it's favorite, autographed i want it who was your favorite interviewee i, I like mike greer i thought he was the best oh my well, he was gosh. good uh what f lee bailey uses the best like metaphors and <laughs> simile you know he's like and with my words i pinched his head off of his body you know like he's so <laughs> He I looks at words. You, you just blow it out your ass, Bob. And that's how I he. Can't get enough. That's how he like describes the, his, you know, what he's gonna do. He, oh yeah, remember? Doesn't he say, uh, uh, what the hell is his name? Darden. That's you that have makes balls. You of, oh yeah, have balls a field of stunt mouth. field mouse. You oh, want his And how about uh, OJ's sitting down when he originally tries the gloves? <laughs> And, he, yes. and as soon as OJ realizes they don't really fit, he stands up and he, ra he raises yep. the glove up like, oh, look, doesn't fit, doesn't fit. <laughs> and that, that was it. That was everything. Yeah, that was the, that was the turning point. And, and it's, it's just so interesting to watch that. I could watch that all day. That, I know the verdict. I know what happens. It'll never get old. I've It'll started to be watching it. It's so compact. It's like watching a, so much. a mini series that keeps getting renewed. We were so sick <laughs> of it. So saturated within the media. Because back then, there was no drama really to it. Because no. it was just no. a regular home video in a courtroom. And people don't realize how much boring dribble goes on in the courtroom during uh, a case. It's hard. I never make it on jury as ADD as I am. No. Oh, yeah. Same here. This highlighted the, the, the really hot moments. Right. And and built up the drama. And you had interviews and you had background music and you had flashbacks to his um, Heisman days. Oh, but um, back then, That's of course, crazy. we were like, oh, God, That's get nuts. the verdict already. Right. His Cut nice. to the chase. Yeah. Now wow. I wish the, the court, the, the trial was longer so we could have had more material material for more episodes. I know it's funny because the trial ends. Then there's the civil trial. Then there's yeah. the robbery. 
and now he's in jail. And it, it, remember the lawyer when she's reading off, you know, his sentences for like the four different charges they hit him with. Oh, the judge in <clears throat> Florida. Yeah, she, she was saying it in yes. months, and I couldn't yeah. follow it. She was like seventeen to fifty-five months, uh, seventeen to fifty-five months uh, maximum. I was like uh, fifty-five months. How? What is that? Uh, what, I couldn't do the math. Is, I couldn't Douglas either. Is Douglas, Douglas going? What? How am I going away no for? Coincidence. Thirty-three, as in the number thirty-three million dollars. A coincidence? I don't think so. Right. Yeah, brutal. So brutal. I, I couldn't do it either, and it was just amazing. And one thing I want to say about um, the Goldman family is uh, as heartbreaking as that is, and I truly believe there's nothing worse in the world than losing a child. Um, his mustache. And he, you need to get rid of the stash. It was so awful, even for 1992 or oh, four standards. Why? They show the old pictures of them. It's like something, they, they were like something you could do pull-ups on. Yeah, he looks oh, like one yeah. of those turn of the century boxers. Come here, see, yeah. let's all have ourselves a quandary. But I mean, no, I, there's, you know, you there's have footage to... that they show of Denise <laughs> Brown that you gotta give a lot of credit to because she got in front of them, I guess, on a talk show. I didn't see it. They only showed a very quick clip of it on the show. And said, When is it enough money? It doesn't bring Ron and Nicole back. They lost somebody too. You know, they they're yeah. suffering just as much. But you can see how frustrated they were. They weren't after the guy's money because they wanted to make sure that the kids were taken care of. So I guess their argument was to, to the Goldmans, you know, you're, you're only hurting his innocent children, I guess. By That's true. Him. Yeah, they, they lost somebody too. And, I mean, what a, what a case though. They, what they about mentioned Mike in the series it was the most since Lindenberg. Uh, Lindbergh. Lindy. Yeah, that was then the trial of the century, yeah. They compared to Lindy. Humanity. If you look at all it was building towards, I mean, like this trial, OJ represented like slavery, you know, like that priest that was like, he was a vessel. It was a, a vessel, vessel and it was what was supposed to happen. He was in he, roots. It was a an black order. man finally was not, you know, found guilty. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he was a vessel. He was the, the covenant for the <laughs> ways. But, uh. This guy, this guy that who, who was his agent yeah. for so long, a lot of his stuff was discredited because uh, I guess this guy, Mike Greer, he took the claim that he helped get O.J. off because the whole thing about the glove yeah. was his idea. He planted the seed. Stop right. taking your arthritis. And people kind of passed him off as, you know, your typical Hollywood coke Jabroni. Yeah, and he was just looking to make a buck any way that, I, that he could. But, I mean, I got to be honest, I, I, I have no reason to not believe the guy when he says hey. they were smoking pot one night. Mm. And O.J. said hey. if she hadn't come out there with the knife, she'd probably still be alive. And oh. uh, I, I have no reason to not believe because everything else yeah. that he said sounded credible. Right. See, that's very interesting. And that Deep. it's those little things in these unseen footage and interviews. I mean – the the one guy was talking about I think it was it was Ron Ship how he changed his story three times in one day. How'd you cut oh, yourself? Oh, I yeah. cut it playing golf. Oh, I yes. cut it getting the cell phone out of the Bronco. Oh, I cut it shaving. And he's like, right. Wow, that's three times you change your story. And each right. time he right. changed right. it, it was to credit the murder scene, saying the right. final time was like, 
oh, I cut it in the Bronco, which explains why the blood was in there. But the first time, it was, it was very, like, as he was thinking more and becoming calmer, his story was, like, becoming more plausible with his denials. Yeah. Wow. And, and I guess uh, his agent, his former agent, was finally sick of him when he realized what he was doing to his kids and how he was destroying his kids when he moved to Florida. And uh, that's when I said, you know what, I, I think this guy really is done with the juice. And even if he comes back out of jail, he gets paroled next year, we'll see. What Will he, will he come back? Oh, oh he'll have a show on T V and it will be with Chris. Is he really done with him? Yeah. <laughs> You, we're not. America's not done with the juice. No, I'll tell you that they're done with us on Facebook, but they're not done with the <laughs> In juice. In fact, committed another crime so we can have another televised trial. Uh, I, I, I wanted to say that for so many episodes, and I didn't. And you just did, and I'm so proud you did. He needs to commit another crime and get another trial. <laughs> well, maybe there's some cold uh, case see. we can connect him to. Oh, he. I just I can't get enough of it. It's so weird too. Obviously, it's a huge trial, from but it's twenty years ago. I mean, the yeah. John Bonet Ramsey thing was huge. Nobody cares about that. The uh, no. you know um, the Robert Blake thing was big. Nobody cares about that. Eileen Wernos, a known serial killer, was big. Right. Nobody cares about that. OJ is back on the front. Yeah. I I need it. And you know what else I need is for you out there to tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore. Podcastle, make sure to. Uh, I don't care about Facebook. You're not going to like us anyway. But if you decide to, please like us on Facebook. We can use some love and list all the episodes on iTunes and on Podbean and the Podcastle. Podbean. I'm, I'm more active on Facebook than Twitter. Twitter is just like a, a, yeah. a, a vomiting of, of shit. It's like a necessity. I'm like, like I have anything to do it. Good. Ugh, I can't find it. I know. And, so and they always scrutinize right. the celebrities on Twitter. So I would tell the celebrities, well, look, why don't you just get on Facebook? Because people probably won't believe it's really you if you say it. Um, but everybody believes it's you on Twitter. Like, uh, like Twitter is official, but yeah, Facebook, see, eh, yeah. I Facebook like it, it may or may not be. I know, even though it says, like, by John Hassinger. I wish it, like, didn't say that so people would think right. that we had, like, interns just posting material. Right. <laughs> well, they can't see that. Only only admins can oh, see that. So, uh. so we could say, like, we should actually put a really offensive post and be like, we fired the intern that did this, yeah. you know. <laughs> you think the juice will have it when he gets, if he gets out? Yeah, he should. Oh. They should be able to tweet from jail. I'm surprised he didn't have one because he was only arrested. He was still he was arrested in the days when people had Twitter. Yeah, but I mean, you when can't even, you can only email a certain number of people from prison. Right. I mean, oh, right, right, this, right. I think there's a special email well, system <laughs> called Jmail or something. Jail mail. Yeah. <laughs> he he his arthritis it makes his big fingers hard to. To hit, it's like Thor it's like tapping the email. Baby. It's like when I read that. You remember how Shaq's like an undercover officer, at, like yeah. looking for predators. I'm like, I don't think Shaq's Shaq. typing on a computer. His fingers aren't the most yeah. nimble in the land. It's a gorilla, right? <laughs> you guys want to put this episode in the OJ column tonight? <laughs> slice it. Well, maybe not this time. You don't want to slice it. Stab it. Stab it. Shit it. We'll be back. Uh, we got a, got a show in, in the uh, in the uh, 
the docket tonight. Yeah. The show yeah. in the um, in the sleeve, in the chamber. Shark, Shark Week snuck up on us. Yeah. Oh, we forgot Shark Week and we forgot sports. I always forget sports with John. And the Cleveland Cavaliers do the unthinkable and come back from three games to one and beat the champion Warriors in Oakland and in Golden State to win LeBron's now third title in his seventh appearance in the finals. Fairy tale ending. I mean, when he fell on the court, like, and he was all the way down, like, on his knees, I was like, okay. He did just oh, beat brutal. the champs and made them look like they were not the – like, that was just – it was amazing. It's hard to deny the greatness. It was like when the Red Sox came back. Mm. It was like, how did that happen? It was it, it was, it was, it was uh, cinematic, really, truly. Hard to conceive. It was uh, – and now we hit the dreaded, like, two-month span where nothing is going on but baseball. Mid-season baseball. Sweaty days. And right when baseball starts to get exciting, the Olympics come, and then football. Yeah. Forgets. <laughs> football, I, yeah, I know. I, I, I can't say what I talked to, what I say so, uh, you know, how are your Seahawks doing? How are your Eagles doing? Your Falcons doing? Oh, I'm not exactly. Baseball, it's crunch time. I'm like, I'm yeah. Yeah, so my stepdad says he's like, football. Yeah, I'm still, I, I'm still baseball. I'm still season. into baseball. I'm kind of like, eh, I need, I need I, money. I, come on, you only got 16 games of regular season for God's sake. So right, you, even though it's the end of the season, you have double that in baseball. That's yeah. why. That's why. Baseball yeah, I mean, is the best. Football is just the best. Football is the best sport. Every game counts. And I never played it. I played baseball, and I hate it now. <laughs> oh, queer. I used to dress up like a woman. And sorry, I was thinking out loud again. The Orioles lead in the east, the Indians in the central, and the Rangers in the west in the fake league. And in the National League, the Nationals still in first place in the east. The Cubs with a nine-and-a-half game lead on the Cardinals in the central and the Giants still holding off the Dodgers with a six-game lead there in the West. Other than that, the boring soccer is going on, and everyone's, like, pretending to be into it. Right. Not me. The whole I know, country. I, th- I think we lost. Actually, I did see an amazing play by that Ronaldo guy, the John Stamos of soccer. Mm-hmm. He yeah. made a goal that I've never seen before. Like, he kicked it behind himself, and it went in. It was crazy. Oh, like a... Uh... Hey, I'm showing off during practice kind of shot, but I actually made it yeah, in, a, in an yeah, important like that, game. Where they kick it with their heel, and it goes high, and it went over the diving goalie and into the net. Everyone's talking about that. I was like, I stopped at the gas station to gas up early, and I'm paying, and he's like, oh, the game's on. I was like, I don't care. I just, $20 on, on four, please. My buddy was like, do you want to meet up for a beer and watch the soccer? I was like, no, no, I don't. How, I'll just, I'll this, just meet I'm up. I'm gonna get laid. Do I have to watch soccer. Has anybody heard the the developments in what's going on in Rio right now with the Zika virus? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. How in the hell could they be doing this? Hosting the summer, putting so no. many people and so many not. nations coming into one place to bring this disease back to their own countries that's nope. the biggest outbreak in history cancel the whole thing yep people are not even going there with the golf and everything that one golfer just Insane. left he's like Rory, fuck this Rory. Rory's like nah and like all the NBA players are pulling out they're like Steph Curry and Durant they're all like no we're not going over there I don't think so I mean they keep yeah, finding why would you? more evidence of the virus every day 
Yeah. No, get get out of there. Nuke it. I uh I I would not send any of our our people there. No. Nope. No. I would be like, we're not playing in the Olympics this year. I'm not going to that shithole because no. it's going to start the like a plague. It's going to start the end of the world. Right. We're right. all going to get Zika and then just all go back home and spread it to every country. Exactly. That's what I'm it's saying. That damn Zika. We need uh, yeah. For that Zika. We need to send Omar Mateen's wife down there with, with her kid. Where was that alligator in Florida when you needed it, right? Definitely. Oh, hey. Before we go, do I have time to do a quick Sports Center spoof of our weeks in the yeah. recap? Please. All right. Let's find out what's going on this week. And in New York, Scardy goes into the kitchen to find something to eat, and he is shut down as it's all. But wait, here comes Karen in with some pasta. They're eating food again, and he's opening up a beer. Two, three, Biscardi. Okay, Karen's coming back up from the kitchen, and she just cleaned the side of the house. He doesn't have to do anything tonight. It's time for another case. Biscardi won in New York. Four, two, Biscardi over Karen. And what's going on in South Florida? Heather says John and him have to invitation and appointment to talk about the rabbi. But wait a second. John says that today is his dad's birthday, and he is out for the count. Excuse. She has to go alone, and he gets to stay home and watch Sports Center, which is what we're spoofing. And in Los Angeles, Clark comes back from a late night, looks in the beer, looks in the refrigerator for a beer, and it's not there. But wait a second. He turns around. He had a half-drunken one. But wait a second. It's not beer. It's piss. And that's where we're going to leave it. Clark loses the game. Better luck next week. You guys want to uh, put tonight in the slice column? I think so. You can't top that. You can, actually, very easily, I'm sure, but I, I appreciate it. Um, don't forget to tweet us at the Check underscore podcast. What's that? Check out my latest blog. Oh, yes. There's a latest, there's a late blog, a uh, new blog on the uh, thisblogger.wordpress.com. Um, I actually am going to read that tonight and do a good post on it. Uh, that's... Actually, I'm, I'm going to hit a record here for a, a post by just myself. Uh, I posted today that I moved to Florida eight years ago, and I have 82 likes. Wow. That's like, um, that's like a uh, got like, gauged like update. Like Bieber. I know. Yeah. That's like one of those, you know, John got is in a relationship today or yeah, right. a photo yeah. of like, Miss you, you know, mom. It's been eight years. Your happy birthdays or your wedding pictures or whatever. Congratulations, yes. man! Eight years since you moved to the um, wow. the southern uh, the southern banana. I don't know. You're the, now the officially from Florida, the penis of America. The penis. It is the schlong. Of the At least you don't live in the dripping semen of the keys. Of the keys. New <laughs> England. Yeah. Yeah, that is the same. Sex dribble. <laughs> Join uh, all-time leading scorer for the Chicago Bulls, John Hassinger, uh, ESPN analyst Michael Piscardi, and guy wearing a hat with a dildo on it, I am Matthew Clark, saying good night, everybody. See ya. That's me. Oh. Well, life on the farm is kind of laid back. Ain't much an old country boy like me can't hack. Early to rise, early in a sack. I thank God I'm a country boy. Well, a simple kind of life never did me no harm Raising me a family and working on the farm the Days are all filled with an easy country charm Thank God I'm a country boy Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on a griddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle Thank God I'm a country boy When the work's all done and the sun's set low Pull out my fiddle and I'm rosin up the bow Kids are asleep, so I keep a kind of low And thank God I'm a country boy I'd play Sally Gooden all day if I could, but the Lord and my wife wouldn't.
take it very good. So I fiddle when I can, work when I should. And thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife. I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the riddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. Hungry fool, rather have a fiddle and my farming tools. Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah, city folk driving in a black limousine. A lot of sad people thinking that's a mighty keen. Son, let me tell you now exactly what I mean. I thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on a riddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah. But my daddy's till the day he died And he took me by the hand, held me close to his side Said to live a good life, play my fiddle and cry And thank God, oh, a country boy Well, my daddy taught me young how to hop and how to whittle Taught me how to work and play a tune on a fiddle Taught me how to love and how to give just a little And thank God, I'm a country boy Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the riddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle 